Hey there, I'm Melissa Merrill, a professional home organizer since 2011 and now a speaker, author, course creator, and coach. I created Pro Organizer Bootcamp for aspiring home organizers and decluttering experts who need a kick in the pants to take their business to the next level. Each week, I bring you an action-packed episode filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you build your own professional organizing company. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Shout out to all my side hustlers, rat racers, and those who are still working a nine to five, but dreaming about becoming a full-time organizer. I'm here to remind you that I left my corporate job to become an organizer full-time, and you can too. My How to Start a Professional Organizing Business in 30 Days course is now on sale for just $19.99. For the past two years, this awesome content was priced at $99.99, so here's your invitation to get in on these big savings. Head to ProOrganizerBootCamp.com slash course to get started. The course is for people who don't have an organizing business yet, but it's a dream that's been on their mind and their heart for a while. It can be overwhelming to get started as an organizer. How do you create your first website? Gather reviews to boost your search presence. Close your first consultation. Collect your first deposit. Book your first session. I've seen a lot of women simply freeze and not do anything when they start thinking about all of this stuff. If that's you and you're stuck in an unfulfilling career or a job you hate, then grab the Pro Organizer Bootcamp course for just 20 bucks and get on your way to creating the business of your dreams. I'm only a few steps ahead of you. You can leave your miserable corporate job too. You can release those golden handcuffs. I see you because I was you. Again, that's ProOrganizerBootcamp.com slash course. The content is there waiting for you. So now let's dive into today's episode. I've got a few snippets for you here that have been pulled from a one hour group coaching call. We're talking all about how to get repeat customers, how to get more reviews, how to set better goals, and why sometimes it's necessary to pay to play here in this hot seat coaching call. If you'd like to grab the full training and over 15 other action-packed workshops and webinars, then head to ProOrganizerBootCamp.com slash vault, where you'll find info on your three-month access pass to the ProOrganizer Bootcamp vault. Enjoy the episode. Getting repeat business and recurring clients. A few of you had some wins at the beginning of today's call on getting expanded services. Somebody books the closet and then they want you back to do the kitchen and the pantry and the laundry room and all the things. Those are usually the best clients. The cost of customer acquisition is pretty high in most service-based companies. Or say you're an electrician, a plumber, a pest control person, a housekeeper, any of these home service businesses. Your cost per lead are some metrics that you'll look at once you're growing and scaling and say, how much did it cost to get this lead? Sure, things like Thumbtack or Angie will tell you, hey, you paid $10 for this lead or you paid $12 for this lead. But when you're really doing all the math and trying to figure out, oh, this was from a Facebook ad campaign I ran, or this was from a Yelp monthly ad spend that I ran, things like that, you can really break it down to what your leads cost. And they're pretty expensive. But if you get repeat business, those are basically free clients coming back for more and more and more. So if you can get your clients on some sort of maintenance program, once a month, you come back and do different areas. I've had clients that are like, okay, when can you be back? But they just want me back every day. We'll do 15 days in a row. Those are really cool because it's a great way to make fast cash, essentially, 
I like when it expands. I've also done gardening. I've done picture hanging. I've done picture framing, taking actual memorabilia, or we dug up really cool things where we want to make shadow boxes, taking them to an Aaron's Brothers or Michael's or framing store. That's really cool. The other thing is photo organizing. So you can actually take a box of old photos and take it back to your house, put it in the museum style archive boxes with that separate paper. All of that can add up. Yes, you want to stay niche friendly and not be the Jane of all trades. That's a great way to have little add-on services. I feel like sometimes you have to get a light when you're starting out. That sounds rough, but for organizers that I see that are like, oh, I have to spend $50 for this. I'm like, yes, but sometimes if you get a client that costs $50 to get that lead and they turn into a 10-day client, like the one I just got, well, yes, that's going to make its money back in spades. I think most people are searching on Google and they're going to find you from Google no matter what. If you have more reviews on your Google page, you're more likely to rank at the top of the page on that first page of Google versus way down number 13, number 15 in your area. Whereas Thumbtack, it's a select few that actually go through the Thumbtack process to sign up as a customer on Thumbtack. They create an account, they verify their account, they have to go search for the organizer, then they have to go look for your reviews. Whereas Google, it's like right there, front and center. So personally, I'm going to be asking all of my Thumbtack clients to leave Google reviews. I feel like it's a good way to also thank your clients. So I always write handwritten thank you notes after the very first session. And that's when I usually ask for a review. This is a known thing. Now, this isn't like 10 years ago when people are like, what's a Google review? Hopefully they know how to write a review on Yelp or somewhere at this point in time. But I'll usually handwrite it because I feel like that's more of a personal touch instead of sending them a generic email. We can talk about our businesses all day. We might think that our businesses are amazing. But until you get that social proof of somebody else saying it, then it, it becomes bad. But with influencer marketing, you see all these girls like, oh, you got to try this protein shake. You got to try this gym or whatever. When you're hearing from the actual person and you can relate to them and be like, oh my gosh, I feel chaotic. Then it becomes more real for the person. So as many promoters of your business, as many dominoes as you can get from this point here. Don't worry about all the nitty gritty things. Don't worry about the invoice or the thank you or the contract or the proposal. Just get the first client. And then if you're anything like me, you'll be like, ah, okay, I'll just figure this out. When I decided to start a podcast, I've been thinking about it for years. When I finally was ready to do it, I had all these consulting companies coming to me saying, which editor are you going to use? And what are you going to use for your audiograms? And how often are you going to post? What's the name going to be in the graphic and this and that? You just try to figure it out when you're like, oh, I recorded the first episode. And then everything else falls into place. So... So number one is getting that first client in the door and focusing on where that's going to come from, whether it's Google or Nextdoor or Thumbtack. In the resource locker, I put in a SWOT analysis and an 80-20 rule worksheet. So this is all about making your goals smarter. So I, I want my first client. Okay, I want it by June 1st. Okay, is that attainable? Yes. Is it measurable? Yes. Because you'll know if you got a client or not by June 1st. Is it specific? Yes. Is it relevant? Yes. And then is it time bound? Yes, because of the June 1st. The other thing here is to always remember to evaluate and readjust. So making your goals not just smart, we've probably all heard of smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely, but making them smarter. So remember to evaluate and readjust. I always like to relate this to the folks that set New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. I'll lose 30 pounds. Okay. That's great. By what? How are you going to track it? What are you going to do to get there? It's also kind of like a client. But you walk into their house and they want a home that looks like a home edit house within a day session. But doesn't want to get rid of anything, <laughs> you know. So you have to build those muscles. You have to get there. So evaluating and readjusting when maybe you're halfway through May and you're like, shoot, I haven't gotten that client yet, right? How can we evaluate and readjust what's working, what's not working, and then doubling down on where you're getting traction? So there is a SWOT analysis and 80-20 rule worksheet in the resource locker, really just taking a moment to analyze your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. It's a fillable PDF, so you can fill it out digitally or you can print it out. And really just start to reflect on that business strategy. 
for me, one of the biggest things has been not doing the things that aren't working. I invested hundred something dollars to get a premier find my organizer listing. I haven't seen a single thing come through it. And back in San Diego, I'm getting find my organizer lead three, four times a week. So it's an experiment, right? You've got to figure out what's going to work. And then what's not going to work, you're going to cut out completely and, and cut the noise and just focus the tunnel vision on what's working. You don't need to go from zero to 100 real quick. Here at Pro Organizer Bootcamp, we're all about taking baby steps to success. As you're learning how to start out on your journey in pro organizing, it can be extremely overwhelming. You're not just trying to figure out how to color code books on a bookshelf or organize cereals and grains into pretty glass jars. You're also being bombarded with overwhelming thoughts about how to accept payments, confirm appointments, gather online reviews, build a website, grow a social media presence, file for a business license, and about a million other things. Hell, you might not even know how to get your very first paying client or how to get your name out there in your local community so you can actually test those waters and see if you even like this whole Marie Kondoing home editing thing after all. Once you're in a state of overwhelm, chances are you'll freeze and stop creating any momentum in your budding business. And no one wants that. The Pro Organizer Bootcamp course presents the information on how to start your business in an easy to follow bite-sized format. I'm here to guide you, so let's dive right on in. Check it out on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at Pro Organizer Bootcamp. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd leave a review or share it with someone who'd also benefit from listening in. To stay connected, follow at Pro Organizer Bootcamp on Instagram, join our Pro Organizer Bootcamp Facebook group, and learn more about my coaching programs at ProOrganizerBootcamp.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.